previously on Lethal Lessons. So I've got a party to get to, right? Uh, well, I think if possible, before the party starts, I'm going to go uh, take a shower, clean myself up a bit so people will stop uh, commenting on what a train wreck I look like right now. I only have two hit points left and I'm not through the first day yet. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what the hell? Like She runs over to her desk and like, I was like looking through, she's like, was this like this when you came back from the library? No, uh, my books were, on, I put my books on my on my bed and now they're everywhere. Oh uh, yeah, she's like, oh, sure you didn't, like, you didn't see anybody hanging around or anything, huh? No, I, I'm really sorry I left the room now. Maybe I could have stopped this from happening. Uh, how about on your side? Anything missing? My Trent's gone. She just looks pretty sad. <laughs> Jesus, I'm like legit bummed out right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so each of you guys give me a stealth check. Just the two people going to the party. Yeah, so Quake and Barry. You're on the roof. Like, <laughs> which is surprising because the school is in Middle Dura. Yeah, man, but like what? Did you hear about that kid a couple of years ago who got killed on the first day? Like, ah, man, I'm pretty sure that's just bullshit. Somebody dies in every class every year if you listen to the rumors. <laughs> uh, Damon is a, a human male, but he does not arrive to homeroom. Instead, it's like a scrawny, unkempt uh, half-work. So yeah, the four of them are kind of standing in there waiting for you get like waiting in the classroom. And then as well as instructor Zahn, the the shonen, um, a stern but kind of hard to read look. <laughs> um, he's like, all right, now that we're all here, we're going to get a, just get a, you know, feeling for your guys' physical combat skills, kind of like a baseline. Just, just, just so I know what I'm working with. So why don't you all just pair up? So this, uh, the scrappy half work, which nobody really uh, seems to recognize, kind of... <laughs> Just leaps into the fray. So is this the is this the same girl that I talked to on the first day as Damon? Yes. He took things like a little too far because he's like feral, kind of this like gutter punk feral half work kid. Up next we got Bari. I kind of weighed in pretty comfortably because I'm not I'm small for a tiefling, but I feel pretty confident about it. So uh, I just go in with both my hands out, ready to. Uh, grab them, turn them around, and drop them. Yeah, so you go in and, like, try to try to grab them, but with lightning quick, like, in the blink of an eye, you can barely see it. All of a sudden, he's behind you, and he kind of, like, kicks out the back of your leg, and you go down hard on your face, and he kind of just, like, lands on top of you. Halfling got the better of you this round. All right, up next... Sling, what are you doing against your, against old Varkesh, this kind of, this burly looking dragonborn? Well, I think I'm going to come at him like a uh, robot on Futurama. <laughs> sort of like I'm practicing my stabbing. Oh, you're the insane robot trying to stab him? He kind of just like sees you coming at him and just lets out this guttural roar. And he just charges straight at you. Basically wraps his arms around you and kind of tackles you to the ground. And meanwhile, all right, uh, Isabella, how <laughs> how is she, she launching in against Chip? I imagine that she's going to like try to 
slide tackle into like his legs. So like she slide into third base and kick out his legs. And if that fails, she's just gonna bolt. He's like just ready to go, and Isabella like charges in with this sliding tackle, takes him uh, takes him out below like from the legs. He just goes crashing down. Yeah, like sit on his chest with like my knees on either side of his head. <laughs> like, Stay down, you asshole. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another thrilling episode of Banks and Family Fun Time. My name is Cody Banks, and I will be the host, but not Game Master, uh, because we are playing Lethal Lessons. Uh, that means that Nick is in the DM seat for some Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition. Welcome back, everyone. So glad to have you with us. Thank you again for your patience. You know, we have been even more erratic than usual lately getting these things posted, so we appreciate all 15 of you out there that are still sticking with us on this. So uh, just to kind of get you caught up, the new kids at Kybeer's Kiss uh, were in the middle of their first day of classes uh, when uh, we'll be picking up at the end of, you know, basic combat class and moving into poisons afterward. So I think, you know, that will give you a sort of uh, cliff notes of what's going on here. And, uh, you know, I will talk to you again at the end of the episode where I'll be debuting a new segment. So stay tuned, everybody. <laughs> you just critted the he's ball, like, dude. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of got, like, his fists up, like he's ready for fisty cuz then Isabella, who's significantly shorter to, than him, just runs up and just kicks him straight in the dick. And he just goes, oh! And just collapses. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> so I just like you. And then I just like, look at the teacher and I go, "I beat Chip again." <laughs> like, as you connect, you just audibly hear Zon like laugh, just like a quit. Like he lets it out, but it's like, Pah! <laughs> like, all right, well, that's a that's a good first day. Uh, yeah, let this be a lesson to everybody: never underestimate a small opponent. <laughs> <laughs> Got a lot of potential, girl. Um, if you're interested, you can uh, attend the uh, Hazrak tryouts this weekend. I think you might have what it takes to make the team. Yeah, we all look at little Isabella with newfound respect. So Zahn just kind of looks you over. He's like, well, I've seen Motley recruits before, but I'll whip y'all into shape. And he just kind of looks at Zerissa. He's like, well, most of you. <laughs> <laughs> Like, all right, but yeah, yeah, next next session we'll actually start getting into some fundamentals and stuff. Now now that I know what I'm working with here. Yeah, so that was your first first session with Instructor Zahn on combat. Yeah, he's like, all right, yeah, yeah, I think, uh, but yeah, you should all make your way over to Elder Shale's class. He, he's the drow, he's hard to miss, but yeah, he's, he's your poisons and alchemy teacher. Uh, yeah, he'll, he'll be your next class. So talk to your fellow classmates or anything as you're kind of gathering your shit and heading to your next class. God, I keep forgetting. What was her name? The the girl who I met on the first day that we showed up and then the one who I just dueled. Sarissa. Yeah, I think Lakeland would approach her. Well, he would kind of stand at like a distance kind of like timidly and kind of like look at her and kind of like see if she notices whether or not he is near her first and kind of like gauge her reaction. Yeah, I mean, she's kind of, like, slowly, like, get, like grabbing her, like, books and that kind of stuff. She's not crying anymore, but she's still sniffling a little bit. She she seems kind of oblivious to your presence at, at the moment. He would, like, kind of slowly approach 
trying to make himself as like visible to her as possible. Are you gonna like say anything as you kind of like? <laughs> yeah, your... maybe he'll kind of like clear his throat and be like, <clears throat> "Excuse me." She's like, "Oh, oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry." Hey, uh, hey. <laughs> she kind of like you see her wipe away a tear very casually. She's like, "Hi, uh, I, I don't think we met yet, except for you know, you know right, right back then." <laughs> but uh, he kind of gestures to himself very uh, primitively and says, "I am." Crusk. So like crust, but with a T, a K at the end instead of a T. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, they're right. It is nice to meet you. It's like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, you too. Um, uh, yeah, my my name's Teresa Winello, and she like sticks out her hand, then like kind of pulls it back. She's like, oh, sorry, sorry, that's probably may not be the best idea. She kind. Of, you might have you noticed I, I do that sometimes, but yeah, that very, very nice to meet you. But oh, so wait, you're you're new here too. I didn't see you at the, uh, the 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 like the intro ceremony. I do not like to be seen. <laughs> huh? This is not a it's not a lie. <laughs> Give me a persuasion. Cool. Yeah, I can do that. I can try that. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, she's like, oh, cool. No, I, I totally get that. I, I wish I could not be seen sometimes, too. <laughs> she kind of just trails off. Like, but anyway. Um, so on the way to class, I um, uh, sidle over to the halfling and say, well played, sir, and hold out my hand to introduce myself. I'm Bari. He just, he shakes your hand, like, very briskly. Like, not, like, it's just, it's a very fast handshake. <laughs> and then, like. It, almost like a blur. Like you can tell he shook your hand, but it was so fast. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, and he's just like Fitton, nice to meet you. I'm sorry, what? Fitton, nice to meet you. Fitton. Okay. Fitton. Uh, and he just kinda keeps walking. You can try to keep up with him and keep talking to him, but he doesn't seem like he's just gonna like hang out. Uh, I also wanna look around for the drag and uh and introduce myself to him too, because I just wanna get to know everyone. <laughs> So I go up to the dragon board and, and say, well, that was a rough introduction, wasn't it? Yeah, give me just a general charisma roll okay. as you approach him. You didn't fight him, right? No, you just fought Finn. No. And yeah. Sir, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> like, you think this is rough? You should have spent a day in the jungles of Kubara. This shit ain't half, like, nearly as bad as where I'm from. Point taken, point taken. I'm Bari, by the way. Yeah. You can call me Varkish, or Vark for short, either way. Vark? Vark. <laughs> Good to meet you, Vark. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, and I imagine Isabella's probably not trying to talk to anybody. <laughs> she just belted down the hallway to the next class, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys ready to jump back in? Yeah, we're going to poison class now? Yeah, so as you guys kind of make your way into poison class, um, you see kind of sitting at the head of the class, there's a uh, fairly serious-looking drow, which, again, the the dark elves who uh, primarily live in Zendrick, um, which is kind of the southern continent of, of Eberron, a pretty untamed place, used to be uh, home of a ancient giant civilization that's long since past um but yeah they're they're definitely not the most common race around 
around town. I mean, you see him every once in a while in Sharn, but uh, anywhere else in Kobeer, probably probably turn some heads. But around here, I don't know. You you were just getting taught taught by a half shark guy, so uh, dark elves. <laughs> Not that remarkable. <laughs> yeah, so he's kind of sitting at the head of the class. You see there's various kind of, like, rows of desks set out. It's a classroom. Um, but, yeah, you kind of notice, like, against the far wall, there seem to be, uh, like, six containers that each have uh, various plants in them. Um, yeah, you guys notice uh, there's a couple other students that you recognize. Um, Bari, you recognize Telbic, uh, your, your gnome roommate. Uh, he's kind of sitting there, like, just, like, Writing notes already, like this. She's not even <laughs> it appears he's taking notes before um, anybody says anything. He's taking notes. He's already taking notes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Quaglin, you walk in the room and you recognize old Corden Darkpain Smith. Uh, but he kind of looks up and just takes like takes a look at you and just looks back down and goes back to his shit. Doesn't acknowledge you because you were still Damon when you left this morning, right? Correct. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Bari, as you walk in, you also recognize Alert, your goblin buddy. He's like, hey, hey, Bari. <laughs> I head over and sit next to Alert. Yeah, he's, he's got an chair next to him. Um, you guys, you also notice, uh, like, sitting kind of towards the back of the class is uh, the huge hulking head of the Hazrak team, uh, Ulrich. Oh, what's his name? He's got a last name, too. Break He's important. Break. He's got a last name. <laughs> uh, Ulrich Irsardin. Um, yeah, he's kind of... He's Carnathy royalty. He does not appear to have his zombie butler, who you guys saw him with earlier with him. Uh, but he's just kind of <laughs> sitting in the class looking... Like, towards the back of the class looking grumpy. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple, there's another kind of more fancily dressed person in the middle. Um, but yeah, and then just... Some various other people who you haven't met yet. <laughs> so, um, are you guys just walking in and taking your seats? Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I think so, like, so. so, like, where are you, like, alerts towards the back. So, um, yeah, Bari, if you're going to go sit with him, you'll be towards the back. Ulrich, who you did run into in the, or more, he ran into you in the hallway during your first day. Kind of glares at you as you walk past, but he doesn't say anything. Where are the rest of you guys sitting? Towards the front? Towards the middle? Closest oh. desk to the door. <laughs> <laughs> Just ready to flee. Yeah, there's one right, like, right in the front corner, right when you walk in. So, is it just plops down right there? <laughs> uh, I guess Sling Blade will set up towards the front, like in the front row. <laughs> All right. Do you still look like a gargoyle? To anybody that's looking at me and, and fails the saving throw. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Quay? I'm going to go wherever uh, the young lady wants to go. <laughs> oh, Sarissa? Oh, okay. So you're trying to find like two seats to get next to each other so you can sit next to Sarissa? Yeah. I mean, she said she wanted to sit together in potions class. So, <laughs> or, not po in poisons class. So, yeah, like. He's like trying to find. He's like clumsily trying to find like a um, a spot for her. Yeah, you guys walk into the room, kind of look around. She's like, "Oh, look, Crest, there's two desks right there, right in the middle." And then she kind of like walks over there, all cheery. You guys yeah. already have the weirdest relationship in just the one <laughs> one and a half days, by the way. 
Uh, yeah, yes. I'm really leaning into that. <laughs> gonna sit down. Uh, <laughs> one more. Uh, all of a sudden, uh, another halfling who. Uh, oh, I think you guys. You met him on the roof. Oh yeah. So. <laughs> oh god, I don't have all my notes from last last time. Somebody was talking to the. Um, Hobgoblin Ranger at the party last night. I'm pretty sure that was Quakeland. You were t- talking to the Hobgoblin Ranger at the party last night, and he was kind of like in a verbal altercation with this halfling rogue. Uh, yeah. At the party. Um, oh. and he like, they were gang, rival gangs, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, the, the Hobgoblin is part of Dask, which is like the um, orc, like the more bestial gang. They're like uh, their origins are in Droam, which is like ruled by three evil hags. Uh, but like, there's lots of orcs and ogres and trolls and shit, like peaceful nation. But they've got a kind of a gang in Sharn now known as Dask, and he was part of that. And he had beef with his halfling, who's part of the Boromar clan, which is like the most powerful criminal organization. Uh, yeah, this really is like high school. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was trying to trying to make it feel like high school again. And he just kind of saunters in and just like sits down also in the front row. Um the the drow is just kind of glaring daggers at him as he walks in. As soon as he sits down, he's like, All right, we shall begin. <laughs> My name is Elder Shell. I will be your poisons and alchemy teacher this year. Um <laughs> welcome new students. I believe that learning is best achieved through hands-on experience. At least for those who survive. So we will begin this. <laughs> start off my class with a hands-on exercise. And he kind of like gestures over towards the 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 row of plants on the far side of the room. He's like, each of these uh, these plants contains contain a, a poison of varying strength. I want you to each pick one of these plants which you think will be the most ex- uh, effective, just just from your general knowledge. And then you, uh, whichever plan you choose, you will try to harvest its toxin. God, that's basically the exercise. <laughs> I, I, I kind of trail like I, I thought he had more to say, but he didn't. <laughs> he just trails off. Yeah, okay. he, he kind uh, of stops. Like there's that awkward pause where like you think he's gonna say more, but he doesn't. <laughs> then he just looks at you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah I... just like I, he puts his fingers together like a, like, a little finger pyramid and then just stares at the class <laughs> and everybody's just kind of like like oh oh i guess we should start done. Looking, at, looking at those plants and they like everybody kind of starts making their way over there can um, i do a, an arcana check to see if i know anything about any of these yeah so um everybody's gonna do a various check um Probably nature, survival, or arcana. Uh, any three of those, you can definitely roll. If you want to try to roll something else, Woo! let me right. know. I apologize. We've got plants, and we got to extract something out of them. Yeah. So you, um, there's kind of there's six plants in various containers along the far side of the wall. He wants everybody in the class to pick one of the plants, uh, whichever you think is going to be most poisonous. We're going to roll first. I'll describe the plants. I'll tell you, depending on, I'm going to whisper to you guys, depending on your role, which you think would be best. And then you guys whisper back and tell me which plant, because uh, we're going to try to do this blind. Um, so, okay. okay. Uh, I got a seven. 
What were, what were you rolling? Arcana. All right. Nature from from is so everybody fucked up except Dad. Yeah, have I don't think. Uh, yeah, mine's yeah, 19. But, uh, Mom, do you want to roll me Nature, Survival, or Arcana? Okay. Oh, I thought the seven was Mom's roll. All right. Arcana. Okay. So, um, yeah, uh, you guys kind of see, you take your time to kind of, like, everybody's kind of milling around. It's kind of hard to see. Like, Ulrich is just kind of shoving people out of the way. So, yeah, so the six different plants you see, one of them, the first one, um, it's this kind of, uh, like, dark green vine covered in pretty large thorns that appears to be leaking a uh, nasty black fluid. Um, You see a kind of uh, vibrant red flower. Uh, There's a small toadstool-like fungus. Um, A pretty inconspicuous but darkly colored bush. Uh, a gray flower that seems to be a little flaky, and then uh, the one at the end is actually in water, and it, it, it like seaweed-looking type thing. All right, give me a second to whisper to everybody what they think is the best. Uh, yeah, so after you get your whisper, kind of, um, that one is like what your role is telling you, like you think you, you glean the most information from, but um, you, you're able to pick any of them if you want. It's up to you guys. And you want me to run through the options again, I can totally do that as well. All right. So everybody should have gotten their answers. So yeah, you guys all want to whisper back to me. So I think for that, you, slash W space GM. And then, yeah, that should, that should whisper whatever follows directly to me. So let me know which... Which one you guys are going for? Okay, so um, the everybody kind of congregates by 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 their plant. Let's see. So, Krusk, our our new half orc, uh, he stands by Telbik, the gnome, uh, kind of picking the the shrub. Isa and Bari, they stand by the the bright red flower. And Slingblade is in the in the back corner by the uh, the seaweed. So <laughs> the 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 drow kind of stands up. He's like, interesting. All right, everybody, back to your seats as I describe each of these various plants to you. After everybody kind of goes back and sits down, uh, he'll 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 give you your samples to work with afterwards. He's like, the vine. Like a couple of people picked the vine, including including Ulrich, the uh, the big beefy guy. It's like. I thought the second year would go better, Ulrich, but apparently I was mistaken. And he's just like, oh, whatever. <laughs> like this vine, while known as death vine and particularly menacing, is actually not that dangerous. I mean, it'll scrape you, but fairly, fairly minor effects. Moves down the line, he's like, this this vibrant red flower, which uh, two of you guys picked. <laughs> like, this is known as lover's luck. Its spores pl- produce a... Uh, a particularly charming effect on anybody who might inhale them. Um, moves down to the mushroom. He's like, this This is known as rot cap, a particularly nasty fungus that that will uh, decompose most things it touches, most organic things it touches. Uh, he moves down next to the shrub. He's like, shadow this one, ooh, a nasty little plant. Looks, looks fairly nondescript, but it's known as 
Shadow's Shrub. And uh, everybody would know the Shadow is like one of the, the dark six, like the six evil gods. So just a little, a little flavor for you there. <laughs> the shrub, right? Like it's highly toxic and actually uh, it, it paralyzes animals that touches it and then slowly digests them. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, a nasty plant. Walks by that, that kind of flaky gray flower. He's like, this is known as Gorgon flower. Uh, it takes after its namesake and can petrify those who uh, are foolish enough to smell it. <laughs> and then he gets to the seaweed and he's like, this one, uh, <laughs> a nasty plant, especially for the common, <laughs> the, the shallow seas around Covier, known as the grasp of the deep. Um, it likes to entangle its its uh, its victims and it, uh, it <laughs> drains the life out of them and slowly drowns them. <laughs> Nasty, nasty plants. Uh, all of these, well, except for the death vine, Ulrich. <laughs> Whatever poisons are for pussies. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, Ulrich, I thought you would know better now. Right now. That's the only reason you weren't voted valedictorian last year. <laughs> A successful assassin will use whatever and any and whatever methods they can to take down their target. It's like, all right. So, and he kind of like goes about like divvying about like whatever, whatever you guys picked. He gives everybody a small sample of whatever plant you guys, the various plants you guys picked. So, Bling, you get a, a little like a wet petri dish with a piece of the seaweed in it. Uh, Bari and uh, Iza, you guys get a leaf from the the lover's luck, the bright red flower. And um, Quakelin or Krusk, you get a small branch from. From that nasty ass uh, shadow shrub, he's like, "All right," um, and like with each one, he hands on a little sheet that kind of goes over the various like steps to like extract the poison from your various plants. He's like, and he just sits back down at his desk and he's like, "All right, follow these instructions to try to extract the poisons from your various things." And he just kind of like looks down and starts going about his paper. Like he's not really directing you guys beyond the the basic instructions you guys have. How do you, uh, tell me what you guys want to roll for trying to extract the poisons from your various plants. My knee-jerk reaction to say it would be an investigation check based on how thoroughly I'm um, reading over the instructions and, like, making sure I follow them, like, every, to every last sort of word and direction very precisely. Yeah, totally. Give me an investigation roll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Not great. <laughs> Can I actually never mind. I'll, I'll forget. I'll I'll let you tell me what happens then I'll I'll decide if there's something I want to do afterward. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah, I mean, you're trying to follow these directions but like they're like they're not that clear. <laughs> they're not very helpful. So you're like you're trying to follow them. It's like yeah, cut here, like use the little forceps here, like I don't actually have like the botanic guide to dissecting this plant. Whatever it is, you you seem to be struggling with it. Sure. Yeah, well, how how about the rest of the gang? What are you guys trying? Yeah, I'm going to stick my leaf in there, spit on it, and then use the pistol to grind it up. Totally ignoring whatever instructions I was given. (laughs) And Uh, I'll do a sleight of hand check with disadvantage. Sounds good. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you're ignoring the rules and just doing sleight of hand, it just man, it sounds right. All right, um, yeah, cool. I'll let you know. I'm gonna have everybody roll, and then I'll tell everybody what happens. Okay. Uh, 
The rest of you guys? Um, I'm looking over at Isa because I know uh, she's got the same plant as I. And I'm looking at my instructions and what she's doing and thinking, no, I'm going to follow the instructions. And I am also... <laughs> yeah. You're just like, that, that doesn't seem... Like, I don't see spin yeah. on it anywhere in these directions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to, like, follow the instructions and get out my little uh, Bunsen burner and... and, and uh, I'm going to distill it the way the instructions call for it. So I am also using an investigation check Sounds for good. mine. Damn, nailed it. So All I'm right. busy. So I was away. wondering if I could do a quick follow-up to my initial roll. Well, hold on. Let, let's sling roll first. And then... Okay, okay, okay. Uh, sure, I, I'm going to try the, again, uh, will Arcana carry me anywhere where I can just divine what to do? Or do I have Hannah to invest? is like the knowledge of magic. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm going to investigate, then. I'm looking at what you gave me. All right. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Fuck <laughs> Critical. It. I know. Wow. Oh, shit. Jesus. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> um, what, what did you want to try to do, Quick Krusk? I wanted to attempt a deception check. So, okay. So, here's, like, given my role, here's what I imagine what went down. Crush picked up the fucking instructions and he's totally fucking baffled by them. <laughs> so, like, this is, like, what he's attempting to pull off next. He's, uh, like, attempting to, like, put the... He's, like, he, like, kind of, like, tosses the paper down on the desk dismissively and he's, and he's like, ha! Shadow shrub. Uh, most basic poison recipe. You know what to do, right? <laughs> <laughs> and like looks at um Sarissa, like like expecting her to just kind of like take over for him. <laughs> uh give me a persuasion roll. Alright, persuasion works <laughs> too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, <fucking> <laughs> <damn>. <laughs> My rolls are so bad. <laughs> yeah, and it's across games now. Yeah. yeah, it's oh, it's a, like it's it's infected my multiverse at this point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, all of your characters have kind of just been this like underwhelming, like, brief bursts of like effectiveness, but yeah, generally underwhelming. <laughs> She's like, yeah, oh, I, I roll really good at times when it matters the least. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll like your perception roll. You'll just crush it. But like, yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, oh, uh, no. I mean, I know, like. Not to touch it, but like other than that, like uh, you should probably just uh, read read the rules, Krusk. Sorry, sorry, I can't help you more. So yeah, you kind of struggle along, and really like you're not really like you get really close, but you don't poison yourself while working with this shrub. Like <laughs> you just miss like grazing yourself with the vine. Um, Silver lining, am I right? <laughs> but you're uh, unfortunately unable to successfully extract anything. Yeah, so, uh, meanwhile, uh, Issa is just, like, spitting on this flower and grinding it up. It does seem to have some very minor effects. So, Issa, you do manage to extract one dose of, uh, let's see. Taste it. So the lover's, uh, you get one dose of the, the lover's luck poison. Um, I don't have it typed up, but it's basically just, like, it's an ingested poison that uh like char it's a charm person spell uh, but the dc for it is only uh 11 meanwhile 
Yeah, so you get this, like, it'll work, but it's not great. Meanwhile, uh, Bari's over there, like, following all the rules, like, just nailing this shit. And you manage to get three doses of the same poison, so it's it's an ingested poison. But yours is also, uh, you could kind of blow it in their face as a powder. Uh, so, yeah, it makes them, like, it's the same effects as a charm person spell. But uh, yours has a DC of 15, I believe. And then uh, we cut over to fucking Sling Blade, and she's yeah. just like going through her memory banks and just like apparently has a file like on Grasp of the Deep, this fucking like nasty ass seaweed, and just like fucking breaks this shit down like nobody's business. So um, <laughs> your Grasp of the Deep poison, what it does is they have to make a. These are all constitution based DCs, by the way. Yours is a contact poison, uh, so you can, like, put it on a weapon or something like that. Like, if you, like, put it on your sword and then stab somebody with it, they'll have to make the Constitution DC. It is a DC 16, and if they fail, they automatically gain one level of exhaustion, and you get three doses of that. But, yeah, since you know, like, you can basically, like, you can give this poison to somebody just about any way you want. (laughs) With a 20. Like, you've got a DC so you could be, like, yeah, contact, ingested, inhaled. Basically, any way somebody could get poisoned, you could use that poison on them. What, what does exhaustion do? So, uh, there's various levels of exhaustion. The first level of exhaustion, disadvantage on all ability checks. Second level, okay, and sorry, uh, you actually get five doses of this. Second level is their speed is halved. Third level, disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws. Fourth level, hit point maximum halved. Fifth level, speed reduced to zero. Sixth level is just straight up death. <laughs> but you uh, unfortunately only have five doses of this poison. Ah, no, fuck it. You rolled in that 20. I'll say you got six doses. <laughs> oh, awesome. You, you can straight up just murder somebody with this poison if they don't, <laughs> if they don't taking it i think so. i need a new roommate <laughs> i try to start over i feel so bad i don't think that relationship could be salvaged so you're probably... not gonna poison your roommate so first you have to hate crime and now you're gonna kill him why not just murder her? <laughs> how are you so much worse than any of the villains in my campaign <laughs> <laughs> I tried to rob her, and she saw me. I don't know what to do. I think I'll just kill her. <laughs> it's just staggering. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but so, yeah, you, I mean, half the half of you guys did really well. The other half kind of struggled. <laughs> but, yeah, hey, you guys did I, know. Sorry, did I get anything? I, I didn't uh... No, you... Yeah. Yeah. That tracks. You had to roll, that tracks. You had to roll <laughs> in to get something, so, no. You didn't poison... Because if you got... I think if it was seven or below, you accidentally poisoned yourself. But like, <laughs> eight and nine was just like, nothing happens. <laughs> that was last six night. Six and below, yeah. <laughs> so... No, like alive then, I guess. Yeah. So at the the end of the class, like he goes around, like the the teacher stands up and kind of is walking around inspecting everybody. Ulrich, you disappoint me again. He's like, ah, whatever. Like, I'll still kill anybody in this classroom any day of the week. <laughs> and Elder Shell is like, 
not if they poison you first. And then just kind of walks away. And like, <laughs> you know, some people around the class are doing well. Like, Telbic is like, he did pretty well. And he just kind of, like, yeah, just a little fist pump. <laughs> uh, yeah, like. Uh, <laughs> Sling, Sling, Sling wants to ask the professor, is killing somebody homework or is that, was that just you talking? <laughs> he, he stops and looks at your work. He's like, it's not homework, but. It might be extra credit for you. This is impressive work, Warforged. <laughs> Normally, your kind are not very astute at organic poisons, but you have done impressively well. <laughs> I've always liked peaches. <laughs> it makes no sense. She just says. <laughs> he, he just kind of like nods awkwardly and walks down. <laughs> uh, uh, with Isabella, he's kind of like. Uh, um, I mean, did, did you, did you look at the directions at all? <laughs> Isabella just shakes her head no, like without even looking him in the eye. <laughs> I would recommend I, And, and then she time. looks at him and goes, I kind of agree with the big dumb guy. <laughs> you chose poorly. In role models. <laughs> uh, he gets up to to Krusk and is like, you know, orcs struggle. I, I imagine you'll probably do better with instructors on, but good effort this time. <laughs> Gets over to Bari. He's like, oh, well done. <laughs> you've uh, you've done better with the flower than the other the other new student. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess uh, so. Sarissa, since she's next in next to you, let's see what did she roll. Ah, did she, she did pretty good though. So she would have done. I don't know. She probably did the shrub. <laughs> like, ah, good work, good work. <laughs> You've done well, young half-elf. She's like, thank you! And as she says that, like, a little lightning bolt leaps out and zaps the plant, and it starts on fire. She's like, oh, crap! And then, like, she moves to, like, like smush it out, and then, like, she stops right before she touches the plant. And it's like, oh, oh, and she looks around and, like, grabs her book and kind of, like, beats the fire out with the book. And then is, like, looking at the book, like, oh, oh, shit, I don't know if I can... She's like, can I... Can I exchange books? He's like, <laughs> no, and just walks away. <laughs> she kind of looks at you, Krusk, and she's like, oh shit, like, <laughs> uh, uh, I'll have to figure out how to clean this off. <laughs> like, well, he'll say at that point, um, how much for a new book? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I just got this from the library. Did you go in the library? That place is crazy <laughs> it's like, very I Krusk did not care for it <laughs> <laughs> I like that Krusk is just the furbog <laughs> yeah yeah I'm very much drawing inspiration from furbog yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's like yeah I don't think we can buy these like yeah like I guess I mean we could try to bribe another student but like I'll just uh, maybe I don't know. I'll figure out something. <laughs> New book may turn up. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, yeah, but uh, the teacher gets to bar. He's like, well done. <laughs> uh, I'm a little surprised. Uh, Lazari, like yourself, didn't go for the seaweed, but it seems that the, uh, the lover's luck has done you well. I guess you always have been a fairly charming folk. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, indeed. Yeah, when he kind of goes around, like, 
kind of judges everybody else and sits down. He's like, oh, well, no fa- <laughs> no fatalities on the first day of class this year, at least. That's a plus. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bud. You've all done well. I'll see you see you next time. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of your guys' your guys poison class. So. <laughs> all right. I like poison class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so next up, uh, you guys look down at, like, the little, the little sheet they got put in your guys' door. It's got your whole just kind of daily schedule. Your last class for the day is um, Artifacts and Invention with, uh, let's see. Can I ask a real quick, like, mechanical question, Nick? Yeah. I am familiar with, like, a decent amount of, like, artisan tools. I'm just wondering which, if any of them, I have access to, like, at any given moment in time. So, like... The artificers, they, they start off with your choice of one, right? So, yeah, I mean, I I don't have, like, all the source material gathered into one specific place. But uh, according to the, what... Okay, so, yeah, according to this, your starting equipment is just thieves' tools and a dungeoneer's pack. Oh. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you get... Um, do you have proficiency with one of them? I have proficiency with tinkers tools, smiths tools, thieves tools, and a gaming set of my choice. But that's I think okay. I think gaming set is from my background. So yeah, you're you're proficient with those tools, but I think basically all you start off with is cool. Just but, yeah. Just but yeah, so you got next up on your class schedule. Um, yeah, um, inventions and art artificing with Professor Dorian. Yeah, are you talking to anybody? You guys just heading over to class. Bolting as fast as I can run. <laughs> Does Sarissa still want to sit next to me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, she's totally like. <laughs> yeah, I mean she she's new. She doesn't really know anybody else. So she's like, hey, Chris, like, hopefully we can find two desks next to each other in in artificing class as well. Hopefully you'll do better. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it what. Your point is, how do you say valid? Basically, by the time this sentence is over, you guys are at the door for the next class. <laughs> wow, these hallways are short, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> yeah, unless anybody has anybody else want to. Sling or bar, are you guys trying to talk to anybody? Just heading to class. Just heading to class. <laughs> it's been a busy day already. Yeah, so you guys, uh, Isabella makes there first because she's just sprinting from classroom to classroom. But um, yeah, this is, um, it's got a very workshop feel to it. There's like uh, various tools kind of scattered around, lots of random bits of metal and wire and just uh, like kind of like very sciencey shit lying around the room, like some bubbling beakers there's like uh the little thing in the corner that like little bolts of electricity are jumping off it so it's like oh i like the looks of that thing (laughs) but uh very sciencey like there's uh there's like a forge in the back corner um and so as you guys enter the room professor dorian is sitting at the front of the class behind a desk uh professor dorian uh is mainly human um but uh (laughs) has a lot of like uh enhancements quote unquote a lot of uh, kind of mechanical pieces like uh like uh, one whole like arm from the shoulder down is robotic uh like a robot eye that kind of stuff that's really all you can see robotic from where you guys are like 
from what she uh, he's wearing. Yeah, so uh, yeah, you guys gonna sit down. Uh, Professor Dorian starts, gets up, and well, he looks interesting. Immediately is one of the least interesting people you've ever listened to. Like, <laughs> he's a shopkeeper. Uh, yeah, he's like in this class, you will be learning like blood and just droning on. It's so goddamn boring. Like, there's so much cool shit in this room, and like he's like you're not touching any of it. He's just droning on like here's the syllabus for the semester. Here's how like homework assignment. Like it's boring as shit. So, uh, why doesn't everybody give me a constitution saving throw to see if you guys can stay awake during Professor Dorian's droning on? <laughs> Isabella is surprisingly uh, paying attention to this. Jesus Fuck, I'm the- awake as shit, man. I, yeah. I, I, which makes sense. I don't go to sleep. You rolled a 12. <laughs> Cody uh, got 21. <laughs> I don't go to sleep, so... <laughs> but is it like you see things around the room that kind of remind you of the car that you grew up in, this structure that was uh, like your home, like the, the first part of your life. So like uh, you're, you're paying attention very closely the whole time, hoping he'll he'll mention some of these parts and maybe talk about something like like the junk troller you grew up in. Uh, he does not. But you, you pay very close attention just in case he does. Uh, Bari, like you. Your mind starts drifting pretty fast. You you don't fall asleep, but you're definitely not paying the the closest attention. Krusk is actually surprisingly surprisingly paying attention. Uh, he's yeah you know, maybe maybe like a little humbled from his poison extraction, trying to pay a little closer attention. Well, um, I actually, I mean, I wanted to touch on that. Like, I wanted Krusk to like not really, and if you want me to do a separate role for this, that's fine. But like. I wanted him to not necessarily like outwardly look like he's like engaging in the class, like almost like with a 21, he's like inside, like in his head. He's like, all right, I know this already. And he kind of like fades out. But like on the surface, he wants to look like he's like really into the lesson. Oh, yeah. Like, you got the glasses with the eyeballs painted Oprah on them kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. For sure. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, and this guy, like, he clearly, like, he's not, like, paying attention to the class, so he doesn't know, like, but yeah, you seem, you seem engaged, but you're not really paying attention. <laughs> yeah, Sling is kind of eyeballing the forge, like, how you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> Wait a minute, it's more like it's not what to date. <laughs> oh, so like a respected elder? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so you don't fall asleep. She's trying to well, you're, date. You're very distracted by the, uh, by the forge, just kind of like watching the flames dance in it. So yeah, you guys are all kind of sitting there <coughs> listening to this long, boring ass lecture. When all of a sudden he's like slams the book down uh, loudly on on his desk, which kind of like pulls everybody's attention. Is everybody kind of like glances up the clock, like it's almost been an hour already, and you're like, holy shit, that went by fast. <laughs> it's like, which brings us to your first homework assignment. I've gone over the various aspects of artificing and invention in in Charn and Korea in general, but um, I have failed to touch upon one of the most important aspects of any budding inventor. Liability insurance? (laughs) (laughs) Close. He's like, and that would be House Kenneth Patent Law. (laughs) 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 Any successful inventor knows that while inventing something is half the battle, 
getting a patent is the other half. <laughs> other, you can invent something as much as you want, but unless you're going to be reaping the benefits from it, <laughs> what's the point? So that being the case, I want you all to go out into throughout Sharn um, and do uh, do a little research into other inventors. Uh, I've got assignments for. I'm going to split you up into various groups. Uh, he like starts naming us people, and he's like, "And how about uh, let's see the half orc, the warforged, the tiefling, and uh, you little feral girl. You'll be one group." <laughs> <laughs> Conveniently enough, <laughs> he's like, "Yes." Yeah, so. Uh, he, he just puts you in a group. He's like, you, you all will be assigned various um, uh, invent known inventors around town who have not uh, submitted a, a, a patent to House Kenneth in a bit of time. So they might be, uh, you know, close to close to discovering something. So your assignment will be to go out and uh, recover any uh, uh, any unpatented research that you can. <laughs> hmm. uh, bring wow. back here. So yeah, that's kind of your your guys' homework assignment. Uh, he, he passes on a little sheet of paper. Um, it briefly describes the Sukli brothers. They're a, a pair of kobold inventors, uh, <laughs> brothers of Zuv and Tyr. Uh, they have a small workshop in Lower Dura. So um, yeah, yeah, it appears your guys' homework assignment is kind of go <laughs> go to their workshop and recover any unpatented research by. By whatever means you decide on, but yeah, that it really doesn't like it gives you the, the, the like the location of their workshop, but really doesn't have a lot of other info on them. And <laughs> where are we going again? What was so, the name? Lower Dura, which is basically um, you guys are in Middle Dura, which is kind of the middle west part of the city, uh, and the workshop is basically just like in the neighborhood below you guys in Lower Dura. Okay. So, I mean, is there any sort of public transit option? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's like various cabs you guys can catch around town. Probably wouldn't cost much. Maybe, maybe a gold piece for the four of you guys. Since uh, I'm not going to deal with silver pieces, that's just a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> What's the goddamn? <laughs> it's gold or nothing. Everything is at least one gold point. So can can the team agree on whatever the morality question is? Are we gonna steal it? Cross does not know of this morality. What is this? that's going to do it for this episode of lethal lessons thank you again for joining us everybody it really means a lot to us if you want to uh reach out to us for any reason you know questions comments concerns or if you just uh don't got anybody to play some rpgs with and you think hey those bankston boys sound cool feel free to hit us up we're always looking for new people to play with you can send us an email at funtimepod at gmail.com that is f-u-n-t-i-m-e-p-o-d at gmail.com Big shout out to uh, my buddy Elliot LeBrun for making our sweet new logo and big shout out to our buddies uh, Robert Mathias for making the music for us. Thanks again, everybody. Uh, so at the end of this episode, we're going to do a little something new here. Uh, we're debuting a segment that I am uh, calling Home Game Moments. You know, we play a lot of RPGs that we don't uh, release for all y'all because quite frankly, uh, most of them wouldn't be that interesting to another audience. 
but we do every once in a while just strike comedy gold, in my opinion. So uh, that is the point of home game moments, to just share these uh, just real laugh-out-loud moments that we have when we're just sort of goofing around, uh, not for any particular audience. Uh, but So here they are for you to share. It's our gift to you. Uh, so take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we will talk to you again soon. Bye! Jewel, on the other hand, we haven't really gotten into too much. I mean, like, just spitballed off the top of my head, like, Toxin's whole thing is that, like, his special ability, he's got that, like, I think it's called toxic, no, venomous, where it's, like, his, like, bodily fluids and, like, stuff are, like, laced with a drug of my choice. And I believe I chose trance powder, because I think I wanted something that could, like, knock people out. So I was thinking that, like, maybe, like, Toxin doesn't necessarily like need this to survive, but something that he benefits from is getting these like blood transfusions or whatever of like fresh, healthy blood. And like she sells it to him. <laughs> what other strange clients do they have? I mean, probably Eckerd the fucking corpse thief. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, what if what if it's like other like, not necessarily one specific person, but what if it's, like, other people who have, like, had sort of, like, weird either diseases or mutations or side effects from working? Because, like, Toxin's whole thing is he, like, fell into a pit of chemicals at, like, a Leviathan blood processing factory. So, like, what if there's, like, other people who not necessarily with that, like, intense level of exposure, but there are people who, like, have developed some sort of illness, like almost like radiation sickness or something like that, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> so Jewel basically sells clean blood to sick people who need transfusions. Yeah. Yeah. She's more of like a, she's like a good blood dealer. <laughs> I'm just one of those nice yeah. drug dealers. Like, hey, yeah. do you want and to crack? Selling, and I guess just one um, thing I would. To people who need it. Something I would throw out uh, before you even tell me what my shitty uh, results are. Even if she does not, like, even if my super specific request is not something that I can do or not uh, offer, you know, to beat up a blue coat in a roller derby game, even if that's not something she's interested in, Tyson would be open to hearing other ways that he can, like, you know, get back on good terms with her. <laughs> so we see Jewel, like, runs, like, a small, like, clinic in Barrowclaw, wherever the hell you guys are. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, but again, kind of, like... You get the head shake when you enter the clinic. <laughs> seems to be your guys' general reaction when you can be most places. Toxin doesn't even notice it anymore. He just thinks <laughs> that that's what people do. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so what 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 did you ask Jewel again? Uh, I it, it appears uh, due to some very unlikely uh, circumstances, I will be participating in uh, the local blue coat roller derby game. And I was curious if there is anybody, any uh, constables uh, in the Crowsfoot area who you would like me to, um, shall we say, rough up. Jewel just kind of shakes her head. She's like, God damn it, Jewel, how many times do I have to tell you? Like, not interested in spilling blood. <laughs> like, um, I am talking non-lethal, of course. Just, <laughs> just sending a message. No, generally, the blue coats tend to walk right by my door. We <laughs> There's not enough money here for them to really be, be concerned about it. So yes, you have you have a very uh, uh, mysterious lack of knives as well. Uh, where where are your knives? <laughs> I do not see them. <laughs> <laughs> she 
Joe just opens a desk drawer and pulls out a giant scalpel. <laughs> Things haven't changed that much, Grind. <laughs> oh, yes. You should see my knife form. It's very good. <laughs> He's like... <laughs> You guys did always have some sharp-ass knives at the knife barn. <laughs> oh, yes, you remember the knife barn. So, we were so young. <laughs> so long ago. In the God knife damn. barn. <laughs> <laughs> God, sorry, I'm done. Oh, got you. Oh. Uh, like, wait, the knife, like, what are you talking your... about? <laughs> your thigh, and it makes you want to cry. That's Samore. <laughs> That's a nice song. Yeah. Oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so <laughs> Joel looks at you guys and she's like, No, I don't need you to beat up any cops for me. I, I need what I always do uh, supply. I can spit in their mouth as well. <laughs> That's a thing I do now. I don't know if you've seen me since I started doing it. I spit in people's mouths. <laughs> That's uh, horrifying. But <laughs> I don't, like, does it? Does, why does he spit in people's mouths? <laughs> <laughs> and like, why does he feel the need to share that with someone who doesn't, who totally doesn't like him? This is the way to. Turn that relationship around by telling her I we could be friends. I spit in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, sure, okay. Uh, yeah. You want to hang out? I spit in your mouth. So wait, is everybody at the clinic now? <laughs> oh, I assumed they were there when I walked in. <laughs> You guys always just travel as a pack now. <laughs> we are just, we are just, it's always sunny in dodgeball. Yeah. 